You're listening to the 15 More Yards Podcast, your home for all the latest news in the world of golf equipment. Make sure you follow us on the iTunes Store and Google Play Stores at 15 More Yards Podcast. Go ahead and give us an awesome review if you'd like to. And make sure you follow us on Twitter at 15 underscore more underscore yards. Why do all the work looking around for golf equipment news when we'll do the work for you? Hey everyone, welcome back to the 15 More Yards Podcast. I'm your host, Lance Wheeler, and I'm excited that you have stuck in there for uh, the third episode. Hopefully you enjoyed the first two episodes. Um, I've gotten zero emails at 15moreyards at gmail.com. So either you love it or you just don't care enough to send an email, but either which way, hey, Come on, let's go, folks. Feel free to ask any questions. We had a great time with our buddy Leaf from Club Champion last week, and hopefully you enjoyed that and and learned a lot from that process and and from last week's episode. Today we're excited that we're going to welcome our friend Phil Long uh, from Axis Golf to come on and talk about their line of putters and the amazing um, uh, balance that those putters have and how they could help uh, any any golfer be uh, better prepared to attack the course and to to make more putts. So, uh, great week this past week in the world of golf equipment. A lot of different things that uh, I want to touch on very quickly before we welcome Phil, but a couple of great articles that you can find on my Twitter page just to kind of keep you updated. And again, if you're not following me on Twitter, uh, find me. It is at 15 underscore more underscore yards. So a couple quick things to, to look at. Um, the folks from Golf Spy had a great uh, link to a New York Post article earlier in the week, which talked about uh, TaylorMade and, and kind of how their year is going and, and kind of how the changes happened since 2013 and, and where they have headed uh, as a company. So I would recommend that you check that out. It's a great read just to see some of the inside of the golf business and unfortunately some of the dark side of what's tough around the golf business. The other big news from this past week involved actually um, not necessarily equipment, but involved the rules of golf. And most of us probably know by now that the USGA has proposed some pretty significant changes to the rules of golf to try to make it easier for uh, everyday golfers and and give a little bit more discretion and and things like that. So love to hear uh, your feelings on uh, the, um, the, the, the world of the golf rules and, and the changes in the golf rules very much have been accepted with a lot of positivity uh, within the golf community. And and then the other big thing from the last week as far as in the world of equipment was uh, Bridgestone Golf actually launched a really cool app, uh, which could be potentially a game changer in the world of golf gear and golf equipment. What Bridgestone did was they they uh, essentially offered a, a, an app that helps you fit golf balls. But what's cool about this app and what's unique about this app is that uh, if you haven't downloaded it yet, it's in the Bridgestone. It's under Bridgestone B dash fit. So literally B dash fit. It's the Bridgestone ball fitting app. But what's really interesting about it is even though it's a it's a ball fitting app, it also does serve as a launch monitor so what's really cool and i would encourage you again the guys over at my golf spy did a great job of talking about it um and, and i tweeted a link there but take a take a t- take some time to download that and it, what, what is really cool it takes a little bit of work to calibrate it i tried to uh, play for it and play with it a little bit um over in the uh on my course and, and play around with it on my phone definitely takes a little bit of work and some calibrating and some things like that but going to be very interesting to see how and what comes of this because that really could be a game changer for the us, the, the regular consumer, because basically it is a launch monitor and, and it's designed to help you find the best golf ball for you. But what is also really cool is it could potentially give you some help on club speed, um, distance, spin rates, and those kind of things as well too. And then the other news uh, that came out this week in the world of golf balls is that 
Uh, Costco is going to re-release the Kirkland Signature Golf Ball. They've uh, applied some, um, uh, reapplied and put that on the conforming list. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. If you did not hear, um, most of us have heard this by this point, but earlier this year, Costco released a four-piece golf ball that really had a lot of people buzzing and uh, was produced from a company uh, called Nassau Golf. And so uh, that had a lot of buzz around it, and um, and, and they're, they're coming back again. I also had a chance this past week, speaking of golf balls, to play the new TaylorMade golf balls, the TP5 and the TP5X. I was really impressed with both golf balls, They're both incredibly soft, uh, playing in winter conditions in St. Louis, though it's a little tough to judge carry distances and flights and all those kind of things. Very happy with it. Um, putting it, uh, ball is incredibly soft. Um, off the irons and the wedges, the ball is incredibly soft as well, too. Distance looked to be fairly strong. I'm a little bit different in that I like a little bit of a harder golf ball, actually. And so it'll be interesting to see um, once I get these out on the golf course. Um, maybe later in the year, is the value there for the price. I'm a big person when it comes to golf balls. I have a hard time spending a lot of money on golf balls because um, the, the middle-tier golf balls in the $30 a dozen range are all very high quality and, in all honesty, would fit most of our games. I'm a Bridgestone guy. I enjoy the Bridgestone E6 model, always have. I think it's a, a, it's a good medium-range ball. It's a little bit more firm off the putter, which I like a little bit, especially uh, in this time of year when the greens are playing pretty slow. I want to bit of pop off of my putter and I think it really is just feel for everyone and and how the golf ball feels to you but it'll be interesting to see kind of uh, what happens with that and it'll be interesting to see uh, what these golf balls look and then the other thing that I tweeted earlier this week which I thought was pretty uh, interesting was Alex Maselli the one of the great uh, golf writers who's out there just has a lot of good stories but he, he, he wrote a great article and again linked on the Twitter page talking about how we could be eventually looking at um, an import tax raising the price of golf clubs. For most of you who don't know, um, a majority of our golf clubs that we purchase are are, are given and, and shipped in from foreign countries. Callaway, for example, uh, assembles their golf clubs in Mexico. And and one of the things, obviously, with, with uh, President Trump is uh, more taxes on imported goods. And so this could, could change things a lot in the world of golf equipment. It could raise prices quite a bit. And it could also force some of our companies to, to – to maybe even look at production here in the United States. So that one will be an interesting one to follow as well, just to see um, what happens there. Uh, KBS came out with some new golf shafts this week. Um, They are the, I think it's the, I mean, it's S Taper, which is, uh, you know, which has been one of their shafts. The Taper shafts have been their shafts for a long time. But the S is money, the money sign, the money S. So I don't know if they're calling a money taper um, or uh, or just S Taper. But those are also out as well. So I would encourage you, if you're a a KBS C Taper fan and have played those in the past, I would encourage you to do a little research on their uh, newest shafts, the they're a little bit heavier shaft. They have a tour weighting in them, and um, and, and they come in a little bit heavier um, heavier um, specs. The Stiff Flex comes in 120 gram, but they also have the really cool black KBS um, shafts as well, too, which everyone thinks is pretty cool. So, again, something uh, and a few things for you uh, to give a try. I'm, I'm very excited to have our guest on today, and Phil Long um, is a uh, is, is, has become a, an internet friend of mine more than a, a real life friend. We have internet friends, I think, in our world now. But Phil is the um, one of the owners of the company called Axis Golf, and so uh, I'm excited to welcome Phil and. We're going to welcome him on and talk a little bit about uh, his putters and what they bring to the table. All right. Thanks again so much for joining us on this third episode 
of the 15 More Yards podcast, and uh, we're super excited to have a buddy of ours. We've got Phil Long with us today, and and Phil um, is a, I don't know, Phil, I mean, you're a jack of all trades, right, in this golf world, and and you kind of are represented in, in a variety of different ways and companies, but First of all, thanks for joining us, man. How's it going? That's good. Thanks for having me. I uh, look forward to doing this. I've heard the uh, first podcast, and I tell you what, the sound was uh, unbelievable. Great work. Well, if nothing else, I can buy a good a good speaker. Now, the, the most important question of all, okay? Here, here's the most important question. As we sit here and talk right now, how many Chicago Cubs world champion clothing items do you currently have on your body? Do you have any on you right now? You know what? Actually, I'm up in the man cave. I've yeah. got a, uh, I've got an OU basketball shirt on, which uh, obviously that didn't go very well tonight. But uh, I'm sitting here looking at the uh, cover of the the Tribune, the cover of the Sun Times. Mm-hmm. Um, that's up on the wall. Uh, you know, we got we got some other Cub stuff up here too. Um, you know, there's there's a few things. Yeah. Well, Phil, if you, if you follow Phil on Twitter, and, and you can you can easily find him on Twitter. It's just at at Phil Long Golf. Just be ready. If you're anti-Cubs, there's a lot of fly the W post always. There's always updates on his Twitter. So although you're going to find a lot of great putter information, just be aware if you're anti-Cubs or if you are a displaced Oklahoman who moved to St. Louis and married a Cardinals lady like I am, um, you you have to deal with the fly the W. You you are a belligerent, um, excitable Cubs fan. Is that a good way to put it? Yeah, yeah, it's funny you said that. There's the you know the, the Yabo um, tweet after you know home run. Mm-hmm. It, it's funny how many guys. I'm thinking of two players right now and two caddies that just. I mean, they. Te- it's like they don't have to watch the game. They just text me when you know they just follow the, the Twitter feed. And they you know they text when something happens because they see the Yabo. They love it. They they absolutely love it. So I mean, I, I can see where it might be a problem for you, but uh, <laughs> yeah, you had a good run of it. You got to let us have our you know one year in the sun, and you know we'll cool. take it from here. Yeah, well, we'll see what happens, right? Between you and, and Eddie Radosovich from Sooner Scoop, you two are uh, – you don't have to watch any games. If you follow those two guys on Twitter, for all my OU guys out there, you'll you'll know that. But um, I figured you had something on, but we'll give you a little bit of a pass, and, and uh, I'm sure the next time we talk, you'll have that. So uh, thanks for coming on. We appreciate it. And, and you know, a, a lot of our listeners may not know a ton about Axis and – and, and about your company, but before we get into talking about them, let's just talk a little bit about you and tell me a little bit about your, you know, your kind of history in the golf business. And you've got some really cool stories of, of your kind of, um, you've worn a lot of different hats in this business. So tell us a little bit about your story and how you got to where you are being a partner in, in, a, in, a, in a putter company, a partner in a, in a company that, that does golf. Um, I guess you could say we were in the accessories market, right? And and a sure. and, and an impact of a and the impact and having a role on a on a jerky company because I would bet ten years ago if we were having this conversation you might think I'm crazy so tell us a little bit about how you you've gotten here and, and what your roles are and, and and kind of your story in this business. Actually, I started as an assistant pro um, and working in retail back in the late '90s, but um, during college and uh, you kind of had a. You know, I was a decent player, wasn't a great player, um, but I, I always had a, you know, I love fitting. I love doing club fitting. And, uh, you know, we had a nice little run of that at the, the club I worked at in Edmond. And, uh, you know, I was one of the, the leading um, 
I'm not going to mention the company, but I was one of the leading fitters in the country for this company. And, uh, you know, being the number three assistant, um, you know, I didn't have a winter job. So I went north retail for a little while, um, at a place called International Golf in Oklahoma City. And, uh, you know, shortly, you know, 2001, um, the Spalding rep job came open. So I went to work for Spalding. And, uh, I got to tell you, being the golf, the, you know, being the Spalding rep in Oklahoma, um, in Arkansas, what is actually the funnest job in the world because, you know, you were battling, you know, Titleist and you're batting, battling Walmart and all you heard about is, well, I can go buy those balls at Walmart, this and that. Yeah. So, you know, kind of, got, <laughs> kind of broke in, um, that way. Um, I was one of, when, uh, Callaway Golf up Spalding, I was one of the you know, few carryovers into that company. Um, you know, and I was, you know, working with, uh, you know, the Callaway Top Flight and Ben Hogan brands. Left, uh, that company in 05 went to run McGregor Golf. Um, I uh, was a regional sales manager with McGregor and then was uh, kind of moved up to director of sales. Um, left, uh, you know, during the downturn, unfortunately, we, you know, we turned McGregor around, but, you know, during the downturn, there was just no way to revive it. Ownership group just didn't want to put more money into it. Uh, would have loved that thing had one more year, um, honestly, because we, you know, we had it going in a really nice trajectory from, you know, um, you know, nowhere into, you know, something that, you know, was kind of getting his name back a little bit. And, uh, you know, I started doing my own deal in 2009. Um, did a lot of consulting work too, um, in 09. Um, got to know Lewis Rodazza, the founder of Access One then. Lewis had invented this putter technology. Um, and we'll talk about it a little bit further here, you know, a little bit, but, and, you know, he won all kinds of awards at the PGA show um, with the launch of this product. One, but, you know, most innovative product, best in show product um, by Sports Illustrated and My Golf Spy. Um, best new product by the PGA show. But, he, you know, he's, he's a guy with 26 patents. Um, did a lot of, you know, work for NASA, medical stuff, um, you know, telecommunication stuff. Didn't have a golf background. So, you know, after doing some consulting work with Lewis, he wanted a little bit more time, more of my time. Um, I became a partner in that company, um, been a partner in Back Nine USA, um, actually a partner in Swingshot Golf, which is a golf video camera, um, about three years after that, as well as King Made Jerky. Man, you've got, you're, be tough to beat your portfolio, right? If nothing else, your resume. <laughs> You definitely have the most. You, you you've got at least a top five uh, ink used resume. Can we agree on that? Right. That's the uh, that's the that's at least you've got that on your on your uh, on your record too, right? Well, I've got I've got something. I'm not really sure what it is, but uh, yeah. <laughs> so the the question I want to know from everybody is obviously we're talking about golf gear. So before we get into talking about, um, I'm pretty sure I know what what putter you're carrying, and I'm almost positive I know what head covers you you're carrying and rocking. But uh, what's in your bag? What do you play? What do you, uh, you know, I'm sure you obviously, um, you know, you spend time in a lot of different places on the retail side, on the tour side. So you've got a variety of different um, kind of areas of, of knowledge. So you're kind of a free agent uh, to a certain extent. You're not under an equipment contract as far as I know, right? You're, you're not with a big company that I know of for gear, are you? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that nobody wants me uh, <laughs> using their equipment. No, no you know, honestly, I, uh, you know, Callaway driver, um, mm-hmm. two race fairway woods, you know, okay. absolutely love those things. Great product. 
hundred percent. Yeah, I've got a got a got a got a hodgepodge. Yeah, um, in my bag, I've, I've got uh, some prototype uh, Don White uh, McGregor irons in my long irons, tailor made short irons, um, Callaway wedges, and then uh, you know I wasn't wearing Cub stuff earlier, but uh, you know the putter um, is an Axis one. Um, Joey C putter with uh, red and blue paint fill, and uh, you know there's a, there may or may not be a Yabo on the putter too um, stamped on there. Now I do want to I will I'll go ahead and say this for you because I'm sure all I'm sure all the major equipment companies are monitoring this podcast already. I'm, I, that's got to be happening. I'm sure, right? But for the right price, you would probably move to an exclusive bag. Am I right? For the right for the right uh, for the right company, I'm sure that would happen, right? You know what? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a free agent. You know, I'm I'm like, well, let's just say I'm like Rory. I'm, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I like to I like to you know play what's best for me. So did you hear that story? I don't know if you listened to No Laying Up podcast. Did you hear that story about him coming back from Dubai? And no, I, no, I didn't. What happened? He said he said that he literally had to check four, uh, you know, last bags at the Dubai airport to come back because that's, as you can imagine, he was doing all this testing in Dubai and that's how many clubs he had sent to him when, when he was club shopping, so to speak. Um, he said he had four full carry bags full of clubs that he had to check. He said he felt like the biggest weirdo, um, going to the airport and checking four clubs. So four bags of, uh, four last bags full of clubs. So we'll make sure and let everybody know that you're a free agent. But Again, the one thing we know that uh, that that, uh, that you're that you're not a free agent on is that putter, and so I want to make sure that everybody knows that <clears throat> where they can find out information about your putters and 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 the, the website for Axis is AxisOneGolf.com. And if you've never been to the website, I would encourage you to check it out. Um, and, and you can actually follow them at Axis One Golf on Twitter as well. Um, and, and so, you know, one of the things that I think is also very unique, and I mentioned this a little bit earlier, but you know, you wear so many hats for Axis, and um, you literally do everything. From from my understanding, what you share with me, you do everything. From uh, you're you're a tour rep, you, you do marketing, um, you you create and design commercials, all the way down to working with some of the clubs in the Oklahoma, Texas area to to do some some just club demo days. So, you know, I, I know that there's probably not a normal day in in your work life, but what does a typical week look like for you? Um, you know, and talk a little bit about all those roles that you play uh, for Axis and and, uh, and and what you love the most about that. Well, I'll say what I did today. Today I uh, played golf with three guys at the PGA Tour Superstore. Um, that's not what a typical day looks like, though. Um, <laughs> yeah, because in the golf business, you, you know, play golf every day, isn't that how? I thought that's how it works, right? You, you know, what, with the, with a young one at home, we got to you know got a solid 12 rounds in uh, last year. That's so, a, that's which, you know, which is always fun because it's, it's usually, you know, rounds with the web.com or, or PJ tour player that just wants to go out and play or, you know, I'll be up doing, you know, putter work with them. They want to go play a few holes. Hey, did you bring your clubs. And, yeah. I'm gonna go hit it everywhere, but this will be fun. But uh, yeah, no, that's, uh, you know, the goal for this year for, for me is to, you know, play a little bit more golf. So, Good for um, you. you know, the goal, is, the goal is try to get to 20 this year. So we're at, uh, I think we're at four right now. We're still in the first quarter. So You're trending well. Oh, we, That's we good might, work. Yeah, we might get there. Absolutely. So you got, so you got out today a little bit then. Absolutely. Awesome. And, uh, you know, it was funny. I was, I was bragging to, uh, you know, one of, one of our 
uh, players on the web tour that, that uh, uses our putter. And uh, he goes, what are you doing? I, you know, I was just shifting a putter. I go, well, I'm going to play golf. And the wind's not blowing. Five seconds after I said that, it starts blowing 30. So, yeah, yeah it, was a, it was a fun day on the golf course. But, uh, yeah, a, a, a typical day, um, you know, tour week, for example, um, you know, month, you know, usually you fly in Sunday night, Monday or the, basically Monday or the golf course from, you know, nine o'clock till five. Um, you know, with me, you know, with me, then I'll go back to the, uh, the room and, uh, you know, return, return emails from out or have dinner. Um, now a little caveat to that is if we're running media. So, you know, access run one, we run a lot of commercials on golf channel. We usually run you know, around, now anywhere from you know twelve to twenty a week, depending on what week it is. So if I'm running media throughout the day, you know, I'm constantly looking at analytical stuff too. So the good thing about you know the, the media stuff is you know our media buyer always sends us you know sends me a schedule usually in my pre times on Friday. So I'm you know within a ten minute period I kind of know when the, the commercials running. I love to uh, go in real time on analytics and kind of watch behavior. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there, there's a lot of, you know, work, you know, being done there. Um, obviously, you know, the sales and marketing calls, you know, also through the day. Um, you know, if there's any putter builds that we need to do while we're out on tour, which, we've, you know, we've done a lot more here recently with the new putter. Um, you know, I think we have seven different guys in L.A. Um, either we're testing putters or, you know, we had seven tests and we did builds for four um, in L.A. So that's, you know, for us being a small company, that's, you know, it's, that's a pretty good number. And obviously, you know, the bigger companies do a lot more than that, but, uh, you know, we, we, we do what we can, but, uh, and then, uh, you know, any other work with the other, you know, the, if there's something that, you know, board related that needs to be done for teammate or, you know, something for back nine or, you know, it's just kind of, it's kind of all over the place. There's not really like a set day. So that's, you know, that's a, that's what a day would look like on tour. Now, if I'm not on tour, um, I'm just home in the office, uh, or if I'm not traveling, uh, if I'm at home in the office, you know, usually we're on the phone um, from about nine to five, you know, make the, the, the occasional FedEx run to ship, you know, some putters out to some tour guys. I think it was shipped two this morning, actually. So that was, you know, the first thing we did it before we went and played golf was run the FedEx. But, uh, you know, that's, it, it's just kind of all over the place. It's not really, a, you know, a set day. It's just, you know, you wake up and you do what you need to do for that day. And there's always something that comes up, but, you know, that's a good thing. Yeah, I, I think you said too in the night we were talking before we got on. You know a little bit about your schedule. I mean, you're, you're literally at the same time. You know, because because again, and we'll talk more in a little bit about this. You know, the luxurious life of a golf tour rep. We'll talk about that in just a couple minutes. But um, <laughs> you, you literally also do demo days at clubs in your area, right? And you get out and get the get the putters out and let folks try them. And, and again, I think that's, what's really cool about, you know, you guys and, and not just your technology, but also I, I would think it is really cool for your, your paradigm and your perspective on this business, right? Is that you're, you're talking to a guy at a, at a Muni, right? Who, who is looking to, to putt better. And you're also dealing with tour players who are looking to, to putt better to make a living. So obviously, you know, you just have to wear so many different hats in that role. And I'm sure that's pretty interesting to see the differences, but, but I'm sure there are also some similarities in that as well, too. Yeah, we, we, we do do a lot of fitting days and which is good for us, you know, trying to build a brand, um, you know, kind of a lot of grassroots stuff. So, you know, there's a lot of stuff, you know, nationally we do um, with fitting days this year. I think I'll do 
you know, roughly 50. Um, so, you know, I try to, uh, you know, if it's, if I can do a, an event on a Sunday, um, of a tour week, let's just say, you know, one of the, usually I'm out, only out on tour twice per month. So, mm-hmm. you know, the, 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 the guys that are out there full time, the, the, you know, the, the tour reps, of the world, um, they're out there. I mean, those guys get there Sunday evening and they're there until Wednesday night and they fly home for Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and they crank it back up again on Sunday. So, you know, if, if we're doing a, you know, a fitting event, we try to do them on Sundays or tour week, right on tour week, or if not, if we're at home, um, or wherever we're going, um, do events. We, you know, we like to, you know, the, the, the key accounts that uh, support us, we like to do one a year at. So that's usually a Friday, Saturday deal. Um, but, uh, you know, there's, you know, there's all, it, it's just all over the place. So, you know, the, the, we're doing a big data grab and, uh, right now, and you've kind of seen some of the, you know, the roll board stuff I've sent you, um, you know, there's a lot of stuff on Twitter, but we're, we're trying to do, um, you know, as many as we can to get as much data as we can. So, you know, with our, with our putter technology, we own the patent, but the center gravity right at the striking face. So, it's, you know, not only do we have a putter that's perfectly balanced, we also have a putter that, you know, there's no skid coming off the face. And you've seen some of that, you know, uh, footage I've sent you. So the more that we can grab, you know, the more impactful it is to us as a brand. You know, I'll wrap some creative around that too eventually once I have enough of it. But, uh, you know, a lot of companies and, you know, I'm not, you know, I, I don't mind, you know, every once in a while taking a shot at, com- at competitors. But, you know, a lot of companies talk about what their technology does. They don't sure. show it. Um you know, we're not going to just talk about it. We're going to show it too. Um, and that's what we're doing. And, you know, if you follow our Twitter feed, um, you know, there's always, you know, tweets, you know, usually three or four times a week with has rollboard testing. We've got a little felt board that, uh, you know, you, we're not scared. Well, I mean, we'll do it with anybody, you know, mm-hmm. put hit three putts to your putter, you know, your putter's going to skid off the face because of the center gravity's at, you know, hit three putts with ours and the ball starts rolling immediately. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we like doing that, and uh, usually that's pretty good for us at fitting days because we've got a putter that, you know, not only <clears throat> stays square throughout the stroke, but it starts rolling immediately. And, you know, fitting days have, have been a good way for us to, uh, you know, move some product and, you know, open some eyes. And you know, it's all grassroots driven for us. And, and, and again, just as a reminder for those of you who are, who are listening, you can follow them on, on Twitter. It's at Axis1Golf, A-X-I-S-1Golf. Make sure you go there because, yeah, that, that I think, again, that's, you know, like you said, it's um, the proof's in the pudding, right? And, and you know, I think that's one of the cool things about you guys is you're not afraid to put your product up against somebody else's from a performance standpoint. And and I know that's given you guys a, a lot of a credibility on tour, and I know you guys are working with, um, with some players on, on, on several different tours. So who are the, who are the guys – who um, you know you, you would call your your Axis One team right now? Who are those guys out on tour who have who are giving you guys a, a role and, and using you guys and, and, and using your product on a regular basis? So on, on the PGA Tour, I can't mention names because of contractual purposes. But we we had you know in the last well, I will count this year as a year, and then last year and last you know two years, we I guess we could call it because um, of the wraparound. We've had seven different guys uh, put the putter in play. Um, you know, then the, on the web tour, um, you know, we're kind of <clears throat> going for a little, you know, we got Brad Elder who, uh, you know, it, here's, here's a great story about Brad and, uh, you know, luckily we got plenty of time to talk. So I can tell the story because it's not, <laughs> then, you know, we, <laughs> we would, uh, we would tell it, but, uh, Brad actually, 
used our putter for two years, um, switched to a, uh, to the art of putting, if you will. And, uh, he was 94th in putting, okay. uh, two years ago. And there was a web.com of it. You know, Brad was a really close friend of mine. And, uh, you know, funny, I, I take Brad to the OU Texas game with me every year. And he actually sits in the OU section with me. And he, uh, even though he was born in Oklahoma, obviously he played golf in Texas, but he, uh, right. you know, he, he's very well behaved or I wouldn't take him every year. But, uh, you know, Brad had, had called me, um, probably about three months before he put the putter back in play. And, you know, he was going, he wanted to, he was just searching an arm lock, blah, blah, blah. So Brad, look, we, we know that, you know, with, with our putter, uh, you know, you were at 1.72 strokes per, per green, um, with his other one is 1.77. So, you know, he switched, he was 92nd putting. Um, he switched the week at Dallas, which would have been May, <clears throat> excuse me, May two years ago. Went okay that week. And then, uh, that following Monday was the, uh, U.S. Open sectional qualifier in Memphis. And I, uh, you know, wake up and, uh, get on the uh, USGA's website, just kind of look at some scores, and I see Brad, she's 63 in the first round. I'm like, okay. And, uh, you know, he uh, he was, he was uh, I think he shot 63-68 or 63-69, but he was medalist um, at sectional qualifying with the U.S. Open four days after switching back to our putter. So he used the putter, you know, obviously gets in the open, <laughs> makes the cut. Made a change, Gets right? in the open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gets in the open, makes the cut with a putter. Uh, he was, uh, I believe, 20th in putting for the week um, with the putter. And his putting throughout the – and actually finished in the top 75 on the uh, web money list, um, made the playoffs. He didn't have a three-putt, he claimed, for the last six tournaments a year and went from 92nd in putting to the top 30 in putting. Man, it's amazing. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, so we've got Brad. You know, he actually had a uh, third-place finish, too, with the putter that year. So then we had uh, Michael Gellerman, Oklahoma kid. Um, you know, he was a Nike kid that uh, really liked the technology and, uh, you know, unfortunately wasn't able to use the putter because it was Nike deal. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, uh, we've we now signed Michael. Michael's first event this year was uh, the Web Tour event in the Bahamas that were blue, you know, 100 for the week. Yeah, and, I uh, that, right. He, he finished eighth that week with the putter, and uh, he uh, his caddy. I, I didn't know this actually, but his caddy told me uh, his caddy is a really good, you know, young up and coming uh, mini tour player too that also uses the putter. And uh, his caddy told me he didn't have a three putt um, for the week, which in those conditions is uh, you know, it's kind of remarkable. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, you know, then we've got a couple other web guys that are you know we don't have contracts with that uh, can't really talk about, but. Uh, yeah. Uh, then, you know, on the uh, on PGA Tour Latin America, uh, we just signed Ian Davis. Ian uh, played golf at Oklahoma State, and uh, he switched to the putter at the end of the year on the web um, last year. He was um, at the bottom of the stats in putting, switched with two events left. The first week he switched, it was 18th in putting for the week. And then I, I forgot what he was the final week. It was decent, but uh, he... Uh, Went to Latin America qualifying school last month and uh, shot 11 under and uh, won by four. And uh, he actually, Michael uses the uh, the tour putter. Brad uses the well, Brad's back and forth between the, the tour and the Joey. And then uh, Ian is uh, using the Joey. 
so those are kind of our, you know, our main guys. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, and then on, you know, on the main tour, it's, you know, it's just kind of back and forth. There's, there's, you know, there's no, um, you know, contracts or friends here. And you know, we're a small company. I couldn't, you know, we just have that type of money to throw around, you know, some of these guys, but there's, you know, there's, some pretty big names we built putters for here recently. I'm actually looking at one right now that uh, for Ryder Pepper. We should put it that one. Yeah, that's awesome, man. And you know, I think the, the one of the questions I have because again, you know, if you, you have have not seen these putters, I want to make sure everybody knows what they're what they're going to see because when they go to the page, I think people are expecting maybe to see you know more of a traditional ping style putter, and they, they don't they don't look normal. Is, is that I think that's fair to say, and that's I don't think you probably take offense to that. So, how long does it usually take somebody to? Because I'm sure you you get plenty of colorful comments even when you're out on the tour or even when you're at a when you're at a muni right about the look how long does it take people because again obviously once we get it in folks hands and once they get it in their hands obviously that's a whole different story but you know talk about what it's been like to try to because you know visually it is obviously a big piece of a golfer's mental game so you know what's that process been like to help educate people about your products and 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 what are the things that you guys really do other than just say hey let me show you the data, right? Let me show you what it looks like. But what are those things that you guys focus on as you're talking to folks about it? So the the, the, the look kind of varies throughout the line. Um, this is actually a really good, great question because um, you know the, before we brought the tour putter out, um, the, you know the biggest talking point was the look, and that's kind of why I came up with the does your putter do this commercial because look, this putter looks that way for a reason. Um, you know, not only does it sit toe up like some other putters do in the marketplace. But we were the first ones to bring this technology to the marketplace. So the, the technology is not just about the putter sitting toe up. Mm-hmm. Um, the technology is about you know, the putter being you know perfectly balanced, so it sits toe up. It doesn't it doesn't move throughout your. There's no torque throughout your swing. And also the putter is um, like I mentioned. We we own the patent for the center of gravity right in the center of the striking face. So the you know the Odyssey, for example, um, we all mentioned Odyssey. They uh, they had a putter called Toe Up last year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not in line this year. Right. Um, you know, if you, if you look at ours, our center gravity is right in the center of the striking face line of the axis of the shaft. We own the, the pad for a grip diameter um, around the center, you know, going, you know, across the face and then up. So where there's, their, their center gravity is right in the center of the putter head. So that's, you know, that's not just what the technology is about with these putters. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with the Adele product. You know, the center gravity of that putter is in the hill. By putting the center gravity in the center of the face, the putter is <clears throat> actually spins around the axis. So you can actually take one of our putters and put it in your finger and you spin it mm-hmm. like a center shafted putter. So it's it's that's the reason why the putter looks like that. You know, honestly, the 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 biggest fear for people um, they overcome it pretty quickly with, with the you know with the Joey the Joey C and the Umbra. The tour we we're actually able to change materials in the hill so we reduce the, the size of the hill to where it it's about as traditional as we're going to get and god i mean I, i'm thinking of probably i mean I, i've not had god i've probably had 12 pga tour plans it's been more than that we had seven guys help us prototype this product last year and I, I nobody says anything you know none of the guys say anything about the look of the color anymore once they see this new one i mean i hadn't come up once so, where that was kind of an issue in the past, you know, it it, it just it doesn't just doesn't come up now anymore. And it, the thing that's helped us with with this new putter 
is it kind of you know gets guys to gravitate to, you know over to the bag. They try that the tour putter, and then you know like a guy like Ian Davis is a great example. You cannot get the the Joey out of Ian's hands. You know if you pay, just wouldn't happen. And he started you know messing out the tour last year, and you know he's you know once he saw what the Joey did, and the Joey actually frames the golf ball greatly. That's one thing that you know that shape actually does is it frames the golf ball. And uh, it makes it easy to line up too. So um, you know that <clears throat> you know it's uh, it's not as much of a talking point anymore as it was you know before since we brought the new putter out. Yeah. So let me ask you this. So you know, and again, just kind of you know, again, because I think I think there's this you know I think there's a fascination with golfers when they go to a tournament and they see all these trailers, right? And they see all these equipment, and we go, you know, they go online and they get to see the you know, the, the guys building clubs on the tailor-made truck and all those guys who, you know, have, have a cult following on, on how to, how they build clubs and things. But then there's also quite a few guys and, and companies like you guys, right. Who are just, you know, you're out there for a smaller number of players. You're not, you're not building sets of irons and drivers and woods and, and all those things on a, on a day-to-day hour to hour, minute to minute basis. So, you know, I, I think there's probably a lot of misconceptions out there for, um, for folks around, the the golf life so talk to me a little bit if you will just kind of what's that experience like um you know do you like it do you enjoy it um what are the the challenging parts of it do you work with a lot of other companies Do you have good relationships i'm assuming it's a it's somewhat of a community to a certain extent but you know what's that life like being a a a quote-unquote tour equipment guy no matter the level right but um what's that like for you yeah, I, I tell you what, I, it's funny. Uh, a good friend of mine, PJ Tour player, actually asked me the same question not too long ago. He's like, you know, do you like coming out here? I absolutely love it because I, you know, I love whether it's a you know PGA Tour player, you know, what player, a twenty-eight handicap. I just, I love, you know, I just love gathering data and I love trying to, you know, help improve people's putting. Um, you know, whether it's been with Axis One or you know, the other previous companies, I've I've always kind of gravitated towards putting. I remember at McGregor, I worked pretty closely with Bobby Grace for, you know, quite a bit of, you know, almost a two year period of time. Um, you know, I, I actually, you know, it was McGregor actually owned the Bobby Grace name at the end. And, you know, Bobby called me and asked me to help him get his name back. And I was like, no problem. You know, just cause you know, he, he needed, you know, he needed that back, but I, you know, I always kind of, you know, gravitated towards, you know, putters, and, you know, working with consumers and putters and, and, uh, so, you know, I, I kind of eat it up. I love, you know, gathering data and I love, you know, seeing people's reactions to, you know, putting better, quite frankly. So, you know, as far as the, the guys on the, on the, on the tour of the reps, I mean, everybody's great. So it's, you know, it's kind of a, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's a, it's a, there's a lot of guys out there. There's a lot of reps out there, but, uh, you know, all the guys are great guys, and they, and they work very hard. And uh, you know, they're working with the world. You know, they're working with the best players in the world, and they're all the best at what they do in the world. You know, all the refs are that they, they, they do great work, they really do. Well, it's just cool, you know, because again, you know, you're not rolling up in the big trucks, and you're not, um, you know, unfurling, you know, all this equipment and all those kind of things. And so there, there's there's probably yeah. really almost two worlds, right? Like there's 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 the big guys, and and so to speak, right? And then there's the guys like you who are, who are serving, serving people in a different way. And I'm sure, you know, obviously everybody has different needs, but I'm sure there's also, you know, there's a lot to be said about that as well. And you're all role in, in that world as well. 
Yeah, so, yeah, you know, putters, putters are definitely different because, you know, if you, if you kind of look at contractual stuff, um, so obviously, the, you know, the Callaway guys are, are you know, we're, we're going to go really inside baseball here, but, uh, you know, the Callaway, and it's funny, when I read the forums, there's a lot of misconceptions on what these contracts are on the forums. Um, they're all different. Now, that being said, you know, the Callaway guys, they're, they're going to be 14 club guys, so you know, you know, if you see a Callaway guy in the putting green, no chance. Um, they've got to use the putter. You know, the Titleist guys, their deals are usually, you know, 10, 11, 12. Um, but, I, look, I mean, let's be honest here. If, if people don't think there's not tee-up money for that putter, um, they're fooling themselves. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're, we're probably going to get a lot of uh, people disagreeing with this stuff, but uh, I can tell you that there is. So, you know, the, those guys are open to putters, but they're, they're, they're loyal. You know, obviously, you know, Scotty's got a very loyal following. Sure. Um, but there's an opportunity there. So, I mean, I've had, you know, I think of two different guys right now. Wow, there's much more than that. There they're, were titleist guys, if you will, that have used our putter. Um, then the uh, team guys, you know, they're also full guys, so there's no chance there. Um, you know, what the, what the, the Nike deal kind of opened it up for, you know, quite a, quite a few companies. A lot of those guys haven't signed, so... Um, in fact, there was a there was a Nike PGA Tour player that used our putter in Phoenix, and you know went pretty well. And we've we've built some more stuff for him here recently, and you know, we're still kind of kicking it around. You know, so it, it just kind of varies. So there's there's not a huge pool for us to kind of fish in. Mm-hmm. Um, but you kind of know, you know, going into each week, you know, you, you okay, well, you built putters for X, Y, and Z. Um, you might look at some, uh, you know some data and see who you know kind of figure out who might be looking to. And, uh, you know, it's one, not one of those deals you're going to get in their face and, you know, go up to them and this and that. But, uh, you know, if you, if you see one of the guys that you think might be looking, you, you obviously you make yourself available. And then, uh, you know, it's, uh, I mean, that's really about it. I mean, there's, there's not, there's not uh, much more to you. I mean, you got to get, you know, in, in our case, you got to get lucky a lot of times. But, uh, you know, there's been quite a bit of word of mouth from some of the guys going around about, you know, about our products. So. Um, you know, and there's guys that, uh, out there amazingly, they've seen our commercials too, that, uh, you know, have, have made comments about that. And that it's, you know, that's kind of brought the technology to the, their attention too. So they'll come over and ask you about that. And, you know, amazingly, this roll board that, uh, we've taken out there, um, you know, this year, um, you know, there, there's been, God, there's been several guys that, uh, you know, we've got on and, uh, We've you know tested their putters versus ours on that, which you know it's a great way to show our technology too. Sure. Um, there was a uh, there was a there was a player at another company that I uh, just mentioned that uh, when he saw the results, his jaw dropping. He's like, "Why hadn't the others done this?" And I was like, "Well, they can't get our paths to do it." Um, so that uh, in fact, I, it was funny. I got a this is kind of how the you know you asked about the rep world. This is how kind of the rep world works too. Is you know I got a phone call from one of the other putter reps um, yesterday because. There was a pretty good player looking for a roll board out there, and he was wondering where I got mine if I was going to be there. You know, he was like, you know, he was trying to help the player out, but you know, I had a roll board too. So, you know, there was another um, company company's guy that uh, was one of the 14 club guys like I mentioned um, in LA that uh, you know came over and was like, hey, can I borrow your board for a minute? And absolutely. You, just, you know, a guy like that, I'm not going to show him the product. This is no chance. But uh, he was he's like, thank you know, he, he literally in two seconds he figured it out. Like and he, I think, was top five that week. So it's a, uh, you know, that that role board's kind of, you know, brought a lot of attention to our product too. 
Well, and I, I was going to say something too, as you were talking, that kind of stands out, you know, and, and I'm, I'm assuming this is the case and that, you know, you, 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 like you said, you have to get lucky, but I also think, and, and, and maybe I'm just going to maybe put words in your mouth here too, but what I know about you is you, you're also really want to build relationships because you just golf, just like any other industry, right? Who knows what that relationship might look like in four or five years, you know, who knows when a Nike situation of some type doesn't happen again on down the road. And so I would imagine one of the differences, and, and, and not that the, the those larger companies don't build relationships with their players, because obviously they do, but you also know a contractual a contractual relationship is very different than a, hey, I'm struggling with my putting, can you help me out kind of relationship, right? So I'm assuming you guys have to focus on those little things and those relationship pieces with that larger impact in mind. And I'm sure it drives a lot of your, your conversations and, and friendships and relationships that you guys and the way you interact with folks on tour. Uh, that's, yeah, that's absolutely correct. I mean, yeah, no, no doubt about it. Um, the, uh, you know, the, the, our role is to, to be there to service the players, but, uh, you know, building, whether the guy uses our product or not, um, you know, some, some, you know, one of my closest friends in the world, um, has used our putter before. He doesn't use it now, um, but he's still, you know, a, a great friend of mine. And uh, you know, it's 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 all about uh, you know relationships, definitely, because you never know, like you just said, um, when contractual stuff might change. And uh, you know, you, you 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 would hope you would get in the mix at that point for sure. So, which just kind of played out with a, another player didn't think about, you know, that you kind of brought the example up and. Uh, you know, that was a Nike guy that uh, is, a, is a close friend that, uh, you know, did some putter testing in San Diego and, uh, you know, wanted to do more in Phoenix and actually put the putter in play in Phoenix. And, uh, you know, is, uh, you know, but that wouldn't have been, you know, possible without that relationship to pass because, you know, he was locked up. So yeah. um, definitely, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a great, great, great way to look at it. Well, and I also think too, it's, it's, you know, I think, you know, and it's one of the, it's, and just so you know, and you know, I, I know you know this cause we've talked about it. It's one of my biggest aims of, of all of, of this, doing this whole thing is that there are great, amazing companies. And, and in the next few weeks, we're going to have some folks from Callaway on, I believe. And, you know, and we know about Callaway and we know about TaylorMade, but there's also a lot of really amazing, and you guys are great examples, small companies out there that really can, can help golfers, you know, and, and help the average player with technologies and those kind of things. And, and, you know, my goal of this and, and really what we're trying to accomplish here is to help shine that light and to, to, to be able to, for folks to be able to see that because, you know, again, and we can kind of transition into to the, to the everyday golfer, but obviously this technology is what's helping PGA tour players. That means I'm pretty sure, you know, we could use it to help our game. So if I were to come to you and, you know, say to you, you know what, Phil, listen, I'm a terrible putter. I, I'm, you know, I meet you at a demo day and I say, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not a good putter. I struggle with the putter. Um, and, and it's probably one of the weakest part of my games. And I would just to point blank ask you, how can this putter help my game? How, how would you answer that? And how would that lead to a conversation of you trying to help that person um, get into that right spot and, and, and kind of that sweet spot for that you guys could potentially fill for them. Yeah. So when, when you look at uh, consumers, the consumers driven stuff's a lot different than tour stuff. I mean, there, there's tour guys that, you know, mechanically there's, 
you know, multiple guys that I'll work on mechanical stuff with just because, you know, I've got a, you know, I was a golf professional, so, you know, I, I can kind of go there a little bit. It may or may not work. Um, <laughs> consumers, um, you know, it's, it's more of a, you know, we're not there to kind of give them putting lessons. We're there to show them, you know, what our technology does and what it does compared to, you know, we'll go up against anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think the, the, you know, what our putter does is, it's going to be more stable than any part of the market. Um, we can't, we actually cannot measure the MOI on the putter. Um, it'd be, I mean, I don't even know what it'd be because we just can't do it. So, you know, the one thing with that roll board testing is, is not only just to show roll off the face, that's also show stability impact. That's why a lot of those frames are very straight off the face. Those paths are very straight because the putter, you know, is not moving. It's, it's staying on plane throughout the swing. So th- there's always been a, you know, kind of a misconception. And, you know, I've never seen data disproving this. It's funny. I was actually talking, I'm going to take a step back here. Mm-hmm. I was talking to uh, one of the better, I'm not going to say which, which section, but he's a section, current section teacher of the year, and one of the biggest PGA sections in the U.S. And this guy called me, asked me about uh, our putter. He's heard, you know, some stuff on Twitter from another guy that's, you know, a pro up and, Gusta Hogan up on you know in, in Portland on Twitter. Uh, Ghost is that's another great follow by the way. I think he's you know top twenty most influential uh, golf account on Twitter through uh, I believe Golf Digest. But uh, Ghost of you know, Ghost uses our, Ghost of yeah, Ghost, isn't that right? Yeah. Yep. So Ghost uses our putter, and <clears throat> this guy he, uh, he he's a big uh, uh, proponent of our putter, and uh, he he saw this gentleman that I'm talking about. Um, the guy's a big blast motion guy, which is a pretty cool technology product. And the, the, the pro wanted to do blast testing on the PGA show and goes like, you need to check out the axis one putter. And so we have this conversation about, um, you know, path and what our putter does and, you know, face balance, toe hang. And, and I, I you know, I, I, we've been told for the last 20 years that somebody that rotates the putter needs a putter with toe hang. I would love to see data on that because I've yet to see it. Um, the person that's so what you know the way you can look at look at that is you take your putter address, your putter is going to flop open, or ours to stay square to the past. So I can actually I was looking at some video earlier um, of a PGA Tour player that's one of the better putters in the PGA Tour, and looking at what his his toe hang putter does on the way back, it actually does not stay square to the, to the or parallel to the the path. It actually the toe is actually flipping in towards the path, where ours was staying square in the path. So, I, I think that you know, you don't. You didn't. I've had major champions ask me, "What type of path is putter for? Is it better for straight back, straight through, or somebody that arcs the putter?" Can't answer that because I, I think it's all about we're going to deliver this putter that's more stable to you. You know, the face balance putter is supposed to be for the guy straight back, straight through. Well, that a putter also, you know. Who puts, you know, if you a face balance putter puts points towards the sky, mm-hmm. who's hitting putts towards the sky? So, you know, again, you know, what, what we like to do is work with you know, players of all different abilities. And, you know, there's been times where, you know, I've actually, you know, rarely, um, I only think of once, I've actually sold another, you know, doing a fitting day and just couldn't beat the other putter. Just couldn't beat it. You know, nine times out of 10, that didn't happen. But, uh, you know, it's all about, you know, making it fun for people to improve their games. And, uh, you know, we, 
our technology, you know, usually speaks for itself, and it's just getting it getting in the hands of players. Um, and you know, the results are pretty usually pretty good for us. So I'm not trying to sound arrogant about that. It's just, you know, it's, it is what it is. You know, the proof's in the pudding. So it's you know, to answer your question, it's you know, it's it's fun just watching people, um, you know, get better. I mean, here's a, here's a great story. Last week, you know, this player, he uh, PJ Tour player last year on the Web Tour, now he plays out of Oak Tree. Um, he's used our putter kind of back and forth a little bit. And, uh, we were doing some tour testing last week at Oak tree and I had the roll board up and he grabs one of the members. and uh, we put, you know, put the Joey in the roll board and three minutes, you know, the guy sees our ball roll right away. sees it's more stable, you know, putts go, you know, 20 footers going in the hole, grabs his putters, hopping, you know, the pass on a straight, he wants to buy the Joey. So he grabs, you know, so and, and the player looks at me and he's like, you know, he's like, no other putter will do this way. He tells the member and he kind of looks at me and just kind of winks. And so this gentleman grabs another member and same thing happens. So he wants to buy a tour. Well, the, the, the original guy that wanted to buy a Joey, he wouldn't be outdone. So he bought a tour too. Tour. So in seven minutes time, our technology was proven. And obviously the guys in the shop at Oak Tree are pretty happy about selling two putters in seven months. Yeah. That's a great story. Well, and, and I, that's, I mean, that's, and that we weren't we were just gathering data. We weren't trying to sell yeah. these gentlemen putters. Yeah, they just you know it, 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 you know it is what it is. Well, and I think too that that's the the other side of this. And I, I don't know if you caught um, my my podcast last week. I had uh, a buddy of mine who who is a club champion. Um, and I did hear it. Yeah, yeah right. with my buddy Leaf. And and you know I think the the biggest thing as we continue to to evolve is and, and I love what you just said you know, the proof is out there in data and in numbers. And I think that, again, we have become almost so ingrained. And, and again, it's part of the reason why I wanted to do this, right? I, if I walk into a big box store one more time and hear, hear, a, hear a salesperson selling somebody the wrong equipment for, for them, I, I might lose my mind because I'm the guy that will walk over and, and interrupt and say, you know what, actually, that's not the best thing for you. And I, I don't know what it is, but let me tell you how to find out. And so I think, you know, the data thing and the data that's out there um, is just something that we need to continue to, to focus on and utilize because I think, again, you know, and a lot of, I think a lot of the confusion comes in, well, you know, I shoot 100 or I shoot 90 or I shoot 80. Well, again, these are things that really add up to four or five strokes around just by using and utilizing the technology that we have. And, and, and I think that's, again, another reason why, you know, this, this whole idea around, you know, get out there and try it, do what's best for you. And, and, and again, you know, we're talking about these great Axis One putters, go to Axis One Golf, you know, put in your zip code and you can do a search and, and find a retailer near you to, to learn a little bit more about them if you want to get in and try them. So, so make sure that, that you do that. Last question I'm going to have around Axis and, um, and then we'll talk just a little bit about, you know, about some other some other ventures that you have with back nine and, and King made. I love the, I love the, the logo and you mentioned it earlier, not the logo, but really your tag or your catch line. Does your putter do this? I, I love that. It's in your, it's in your commercials and it's in your, your marketing. Where'd that come from? And, and, uh, and tell the story behind, um, just behind that thought of, of does your putter do this f uh, with you guys at Axis? So, you know, it's kind of funny because the, uh, you know, we, we've got two commercials, like we, like we mentioned earlier, running on the golf channel. So we've got the, does your putter do this spot? And then we've got the, uh, which is a 30 second spot. And we've got, 
the uh, tour specific spot, which was really easy to do because it's product driven. Um, you've got a product that looks a little bit more traditional, um, you know, simple, simple shoot, easy done. Um, it took me literally probably, you know, a week to, from start to finish to write that commercial. And then, you know, obviously getting our, my co-producer to, you know, edit it. That was another week or two, but wasn't hard. The first commercial, to answer your question, um, that wasn't so simple. Um, you know, I had kind of, you know, you brought it up earlier talking about, you know, when you go to our website, you're going to see something you're not used to seeing. Um, you know, so I, we knew we had an incredible technology. It's been, you know, it's won all kinds of awards. It's, you know, companies have tried to copy it. Um, you know, I, I start, and I wanted to do, you know, my, one of my other companies, Swingshot, I, I did a commercial with Eric Compton. And it was very successful. And it was, it was like, look, we need to do this for Axis One. So after about two months of hitting my head against the wall, I, uh, the light just came on one day and I, uh, it's funny, I was actually in the shower and I'm like, does your putter do this? You know, we need to, you know, the putter looks like this for a reason. We need to ask the question, does your putter do this? And so, you know, the first part was, you know, showing the putter balancing a finger toe up. And then the second part was showing the putter spin, like we talked about the putter, putter spinning around the axis. You know, the third part was, you know, showing the putter swing itself. Um, and then, you know, showing another putter, you know, figure eight. So the, the goal for that commercial was to get people, you know, see on the golf channel and around the garage and, and, you know, put their putter on their finger and they'll see his face balance or his toe hang. And then, you know, try to spin it, which, you know, if it's got a center shaft in it, it's not going to happen. And then, you know, if those two things happen, which, you know, either one or two, the first two aren't going to happen. And then, uh, you know, the third thing would be, you know, try to, you know, swing it the way we did. And it, uh, you know, we, we, look, we, uh, <laughs> we, we got lucky with that one. It was, it was a, uh, you know, it was, it was a good spot for us. So, um, yeah, it, it, uh, you know, it's funny, the light, like I said, the light just went on. I mean, I, I banged my head against the wall on that one and it's all of a sudden out of nowhere came that idea. Yeah, yeah, you weren't. We don't. Uh, you you don't have a. a we don't have a, a huge marketing company behind us. We use your shower, right? That's our. That's our motivator. And uh, well, you know, it's, you know, you know, it's funny. We actually, we actually, one of our partners is, is a huge marketing firm. Really. And and this, yeah, this is not. This is, you know, and I'm not going to say which one, but uh, and they do a lot of our creative stuff, and you know, it, it didn't even, you know, they'd never done anything in golf, and we needed to do something golf related. So I, I didn't really get them involved. They've done other stuff with that this commercial. And they, they saw it and they're like, wow, you know, that's, <laughs> you know, that's unbelievable. So, All right, man. Hey, last few minutes. I, and again, we got Phil Long with us. Thanks so much for uh, taking time out of your out of your busy schedule. And I know you're home and home time is often valuable time. But talk to me real quick, if you will. Um, you know, we want to talk about Back Nine um, and, and you can – you know, if you want to learn a little bit more about Back Nine, now I want to make sure because I know this has come up. We're not talking about that Back Nine network mess that we, that, we, that was around for a while. We're talking about <laughs> Back Nine USA, um, I, the, some of the best looking head covers, and 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 I guess you could say golf. I don't know. Is it is it what what marketplace do you call it? Is it golf accessories? Is that what you're? Is that what we call it? You know, you know, Back Nine USA is kind of a, a, a lifestyle brand. So, you know, we, we do a lot of T-shirts, hoodies, um, you know, quarter zip. Um, you know, we did some polos in the past, but that's, you know, that's kind of a, you know, tough market for us to get in. So it, all of our stuff's kind of, 
you know, driven, you know, as, as a lifestyle brand to be worn off course. Um, and then, you know, the headwear, which has, you know, been very popular. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, obviously we do, uh, you know, head covers as well. Um, we, uh, the, the, my partner of back nine is a, a gentleman named Andy, Andy Hydorn. Andy was, um, one of the original, um, employees at Callaway Golf and he founded back nine back in, um, 96, I'm sorry. Yeah. 96 with, uh, two other partners. And, uh, you know, it, the brand had a huge groundswell in the Northeast and, uh, you know, that was kind of it. But initially the brand was just, you know, was the back nine headwear and then, you know, the off course stuff. And then, uh, we were, you know, at the time Andy was making accessories for a lot of the large OEMs and one of the OEMs did, you know, around the masters did some, you know, did a you know limited edition bag with head covers and Pebble Beach saw the head covers and like, you know, we've got to get these head covers. So that's how back nine got into the head cover business because, you know, Pebble Beach saw the head covers. Um, you know, not, not only do we do, you know, club logo stuff, we've got a lounge where anybody can go in and custom design any head cover they want. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll see, you know, quite a bit of you know, PGA tour players that uh, have head covers in their bag. We also have collegiate license head covers, um, and then you know some some fun events like the Solheim Cup. We did the uh, you know both the U.S. and the uh, international team of the Solheim Cup. So it's uh, you know it's it's a fun brand. It really is. Solheim Cup being Des Moines this year, uh, literally about two hundred yards from where I'm sitting right now, talking to you. Strangely enough, but. And now let, let's end it and let's talk about um, about your other one of your other ventures that, that you have relationship with. Let's talk about uh, King Made Jerky. And for those who don't know the story of King Made, I'm going to let you tell it real quick. But it's beef jerky, but but not just beef jerky. It, it has a it has a golf connection. So tell the story of Jeff and kind of how you know King Made came about and and a little bit about where you guys are now with that. So. Jeff King, the uh, the and well, the founder of Kingmade. Um, you know, he's a, he's a PGA Tour caddy, and I, I was actually caddy on the LPGA, and just actually had a win um, last week. But uh, he, uh, you know, being a tour caddy, he drive a lot of places, and you know, he was always stopping and snacking, and you know, realized that uh, you know a lot of the jerky um, that you buy at uh, you know the the truck stop or, you know, loves or, you know, you name it. Um, Tears your teeth, you know, right? You, teeth remover. Yeah. You, yeah. You, you may, you know, may or may not lose a tooth. When you, <laughs> Shout when you out to loves. We love loves though. Let's be honest, right? We're <laughs> Oklahoma boys. We love loves, but, but yeah, absolutely. But yeah absolutely. Right. So he, uh, started making jerky in his kitchen mm-hmm. and he was making out of a flank steak. So it's the only 100% flank steak jerky in the market. Um, one of, I believe Luke, List, yeah, he was getting to Luke at the time. Luke List, um, grabbed some of it, ate it. He's like, wow, this is unbelievable. Started passing it around. And all of a sudden, PGA Tour players are wanting Jeff to make jerky for him. They, he wasn't just giving them jerky. Um, let's put it this way. Everything out there is given to these guys. Mm-hmm. They were actually buying this product from him. So it turned into a few guys eating it to end up. Almost 200 guys eating it. Um, you know the, the Ryder Cup team two years ago. Um, you know a lot of. I mean, you look at the top 10, top 20 in the world. Um, 
you know, most of them have, have ate the product. Um, you know, Beast in love with the product, for example. You know, there's <laughs> yeah. stuff all over the internet and him, him crushing it. You know, the, 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 the hashtag is crushed by it. So, yeah. um, you know, the guys, the guys just love it. It's in, uh, you know, kind of sort of that, that way. Um, you know, it's in retail now, roughly, I think, 1,400 accounts. In the golf world, you know, PGA Tour Superstore, Dick's Golf Galaxy. Um, but, I mean, just, you know, there's a lot of golf retail where it's in as well, as well as Greengrass. So, um, you know, it's uh, it's a booming market, the, uh, the snack foods market. And, uh, you know, that, that's a very competitive market. So there's uh, more potential growth for the company on the horizon. Uh, there's some good things that uh, could happen with it here very soon. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a, you know, as I like to say with, with that product, the product is king. And, uh, you know, it's a, you know, it's funny. I, I, you know, the other day I hadn't had the product probably in a month and I was in PJ Tour Superstore getting something done. And I grabbed the bag when I checked out and it's like, man, it's just, it's, it's just, it's not even close, honestly. It's really not. The product's just so good. But there's, there's three different flavors. There's a, uh, the original, the Buffalo, which is my personal favorite, and then the uh, sweet chili pepper. So go visit these sites, guys, and check them out. They, you know, again, great companies, small companies. You know, I love that story. Just started literally is is really kind of a, a cult following, and 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 that's really uh, that's really a great story. Phil, I you know, thanks so much, man. I know we've taken a lot of your time, but it's great to talk with you. It's great to talk shop with you. Um, I'm hoping uh, some of our listeners will get out there and and give that Axis putter a try because I think, like you said. I think the you know they're going to be really shocked by what they see and the results that they get and the impact. So thanks for taking some time to share that with us. Um, we need to uh, definitely. I was looking. I searched earlier today. Um, you know, Bell Reeve and St. Louis is a is is one of your retailers, and I feel like you should probably visit them in the very near future. And we can parlay that into getting out there and and uh, and, and playing a little golf at Bell Reeve. Hopefully, we can uh, put that on the put that on the to do list. And most importantly. It may happen to coincide with the the uh, the scum from the north, uh, the the, uh, the the Cubs coming to town. We we'll have to make a weekend out of that and do some Cubs cards and uh, yell and scream at each other and have a good time too. No, oh, absolutely. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely in for that. So, I mean, you know, we'll uh, you just let me know when and where and uh, the dates. You, know, you let me know Bell Reeve. You let me know Bush Stadium and when we're going to be there. And we'll definitely show up for that. I'd love to. All right, you guys heard it. It's on. It's now forever linked to the podcast. Phil, thanks so much, buddy. I appreciate it. Um, you know, good luck out there, and, uh, and and we hope you guys and we wish you guys have a great year. And thanks for taking some time to join us. All right, man. That was great. I appreciate you having me. All right, buddy. Talk to you soon. Thanks. All right. Thanks.